0: We are Gateway Chapel, where we build your world by his word. We stand for fun, friendship, fellowship, and family. You are listening to a Pastor Eddie message. All right, talk with me to Philippians chapter 4. We read from verse 14. The G word is giving. Yeah, giving. Is that word, we say the G word when it's a word we don't want to talk about. Isn't it? Okay, nevertheless, you have done well. Help me tell your neighbor, you have done well. <laughs> that you shared in my distress. Nevertheless, you have done well. That you shared in my distress. He said, now, you Philippians also know that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me, selfish church. Concerning giving and receiving, see, but only you, only you, only you. For even in Thessalonica, you sent aid once and again for my necessities. Not by cajoling, giving fake prophecies, putting pressure on God's people, harassing everybody with Malachi. I'm them, I'm with Malachi three eighteen. <laughs> I got three ten. Turn scripture into a slingshot (laughs) and knock off the head of every church member. He said, not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. Indeed, I have all and abound. I am full, having received from Epaphroditus the things sent from you. It says a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well pleasing to God. Then said, my my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory. And that's my prayer for you this morning as a church. That my God shall supply all your needs according to not my riches, not the church's riches, but his riches in the name of Jesus. John three sixteen says, for God so loved the world that he gave. he gave. God has given us everything to enjoy. God has given us everything to enjoy on earth and given us everything that will help us make eternity. Amen. So giving is, it's very important to put giving in thanksgiving. I know you do, but um, I cannot preach a Christmas message without talking about giving. And I also want to challenge you to constantly live a giving lifestyle. Giving is one of the hardest things for most people to do because we are taken away from ourselves. We are taken away from ourselves. And self is a very strong thing. Self can dominate, self controls. I want you to deliver yourself from the spirit of self and deliver yourself from the spirit of stinginess, from the spirit of stinginess. So in this scripture, Paul says a few things, four things Paul says that will happen when you give from this scripture. Number one, he said it blesses others. It blesses others. Say, yet, it is good for you to share in my troubles, he said. It is good for you to share in my troubles. So he needed cash, he needed money for his ministry, And um, whenever we give, somebody gets blessed. That's why you must practice the art of giving. Make giving part of your budget. It's what we do as a family, it's what we do as a church. Make giving part of your budget. You say, but pastor, I, I, I don't have enough, but make giving part of your budget. Pray, don't pray for increase and promotion. Pray that God will make you a giver. One of the prayers I prayed when I was going into ministry, I said, Lord, I said, I don't want to start harassing people for financial, for financial, financial burden on people. or start preaching a message of prosperity that I don't enjoy myself. I said, Lord, but if you place it in my hands, I will pass it on. When I was praying for a prayer of breakthrough in my career, when I was a traffic warden many years ago, I said, Lord, put the resources in my hands, and I will pass it on. You know, I always tell people that I'm not a very smart person, but I'm a very faithful person. The Bible says that the things you heard me say among many witnesses, say commit to faithful men who will what? Teach others. So I'm a very faithful man, I'm not very smart. I'm not original. I'm just a faithful man, just a middleman. So God commits, God sends people and God commits things to my hands because God knows if he hits Eddie's hands, someone will be blessed. Whether it's in talent, whether it's in knowledge, whether it's in gifts, whether it's in money, whether it's in wisdom, if it hits my hand, it's past. So I'm only a conduit. I'm a giver. That's what I am. Romans 12, 13 says, share with God's people who are in need. Share with God's people who are in need. Galatians 6, 9 to 10, let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest, If we do not give up. So make giving your lifestyle because it blesses others. Make giving your lifestyle. Look at your family budget. What percentage do you consume and what percentage goes out to others? Look at your phone bill. What percentage do you consume? Yes, yes, if you spend all your time calling your friends only, that is self-centered. Spend all your time calling your friends and family. There is no ministry agenda on your phone bill. Oh my goodness. My goodness, my goodness! Ah, listen very carefully. In 1997, I was as poor. I won't even say church rats because the rats now, are church—they are very fat. Have you seen them? So they have golden tails. <laughs> oh, the gateway rats! You know we have—we you know we have where oh, so. Every now and then they roll out, man. Where, where you see them? You see their tails, eh? Oh my goodness, gold! You know why? Because it is a. It, have you seen cafe? Uh, okay, the delicacies. <laughs> Where has turned the turned the rats into pets, they all go they go and nibble first class biscuits, first class, first class sweets. Do you know how many cakes we eat every uh, every week? Uh, first class cake, velvet cake, carrot cake. All the rats. They don't go to the next door. They don't. Go, they stay here. They all hang around here. <laughs> so, you, uh, <laughs> so you can't even say I poor as church. Try say which church. <laughs> I <laughs> say, it's as poor as a church rat. Man, forget those days. We were poor as a church rats. The rats in our church are not poor. We've <clears throat> well fed. <laughs> Praise the Lord. He said, let us do, let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time. Don't eat alone. Don't spend your money alone. It will never be enough. People who spend their money alone, it will never be enough. So '97. So we're in this. We live in a room in a house, and I used to. I used to. I didn't have enough money, but little I had, I was just. I didn't have a mobile phone. Didn't have. I didn't earn enough to own a mobile phone, but many of you have two, three mobile phones these days. You know, I mean, iPhone 11 is coming out. Many of you are going to get one. You know, but I used to have some take coins, take walk about a mile, with my baby, put her in a sling, on my chest and the pastor Bala walked down half a, half a, about a mile to the nearest phone booth. And we were going and dropping coins and calling church members because we did not see them in church. So somebody thought that it was the pastor calling them. Eventually they figured out that I was one making those phone calls from a pay phone. Will you give like that? Have you given like that this year? Give like that. It's not just money. Hello, I didn't see I didn't see you in church. I'm calling on behalf of the pastor. I didn't see you in church. The pastor didn't even know I was doing that. And then when they see the pastor, oh pastor, thank you so much for asking after me. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he started snooping around, finding out oh, what's going on here. People are coming to ask me, telling me thank you for calling. I'm not the one making this phone call. He if, if eventually found out that I was the one making the calls. So one day, a church member called me and said, you know what, I have a spare phone. Can you have this? He says, free phone calls, A church member. I said, ah, thank you. He said, no, no, it's all right, it's all right. So I had that phone with me for a long time. You see, I didn't own enough to, to have a phone contract, but I did the will of the master in giving something I had, my time. In giving something I had, my heart in giving something I had, my care. And then God rewarded me with the phone. Be a giver. A stingy lifestyle can never make destiny. Be a giver. Be a giver. As a ministry, we support people in need, how? Number one, we give we give, and we, we give, all right, and then we we have a budget for welfare. And then if you look at our envelopes, we have welfare. And people give as well. and they market welfare? We don't touch it. It's sacred. The things for God's people. Give big an envelope. Put it there, welfare. Yeah. And then someone will say, Well, why should I give the church? Why don't I? Why don't I? I can give to individuals." Well. For three, re- for three reasons. Number one, many of them will not come to you. Look around you. Just look around. Can you tell who has in it here? Yeah. So many will never come to you. Just to answer the question, why? Yeah, I can. I can give to. The, I can give to church members myself. Yeah. Number two, leverage. You have a car. We have a boss. Yeah. There's so much you can do as an individual, but there's so much we can do as a team. That's the, that's the second reason why we, do, why we do that, yeah? And number three, to protect you. To protect you. Because I've been doing church for 16, I've been for 16 years now. And soon I also now realize that in the past, not here, people, can come, people came in and took advantage of us as a church. Ah, uh, I, I need money for so you give, I will give. K gives, DJ gives. The guy walks away. Collectively, is richer than all of us put together. <laughs> that's not a story. That actually happened. I think Pastor me to you, go, you go cut on it. Oh, wipe your wallet out, because we are a very easy-going church. Very, we love people. So to protect you, church welfare. That's why we do that. So be a team player. Yeah. That's, it's easier to, you can't just say, well, you know what, I am so passionate about transportation, people who not be able to get to work, rather than um, ask them to join the transport system, I want to go and build my own transport system in England. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, so, yeah, you understand that principle, the same thing we're giving. So the church is a, is a massive vehicle ordained by God. Be a team player. Only one person who was not a team player in heaven was Satan. I, I want to do it myself, I, 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 okay, there you go. <laughs> Cast him out. Proverbs 3:27. Do not withhold good from those who deserve it when it is in your power to act. You will notice that you feel best when you give, you feel you feel great when you do something for someone else. When you help people in need, you feel great about it. It is good. It is good. The second thing that Paul said was that it says, he said in verse 17 that for not that I'm looking for a gift, but I am looking for what, what may be credited to your account. So we have accounts in heaven that every giving goes to, even though what we do is natural. And so Paul said, I, You create your account in heaven. Jesus, uh, Ma- Matthew 6, 19 to 20 says, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth. Where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Store up for yourself where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. So Paul says, when you give, you have a credit account in heaven. You have a credit account in heaven. And he says that, no, he said, not that I am looking for a gift. He said, when our kids were growing, I used to insist that they buy me a gift. I used to insist. When they became teenagers, I used to insist. Now the question is, where would they get the money from? I used to give them the money, and I would tell them, you go and buy me a gift. Because I wanted to train them on the art of giving. I said, but dad, I don't have money. I said, you have money. So when they got to the age of uh, 14, 15, 16, where they could manage, you know, they didn't even know how to spend. I said, okay, here, here is the family card. Right, you go to get the cash. Right, don't tell me about it. Go to the store and buy me a gift. They got a little bit older. They now come online. Online stuff. Okay, go shop. Go to trade. So train your children on how to give. If we train, if our society we train our kids to give, they won't take a life. If you train them to give, they won't take a life. So I taught my kids to give. I taught them the lifestyle of, of giving. I taught them to put at giving to their now they are younger adults. I told them to put have a budget for giving. Basically, you don't sit down and just consume and just eat and spend all. Why is the total value, total secondhand value of your shoes more than your offering? Why is the total second-hand value of your shoes more than your offering? Why? Why is is, uh, the cost of your skybox more than your offering? Think about it. Why is the cost of your hobby more than your offering, more than your giving? Why is the cost of your gym more than your giving? When I came into full-time ministry years ago, I was, um, at some point, I, was, uh, uh, I, was, uh, I didn't want my giving to cease. So I stopped my sky subscription. Films, everything. I gave up my second phone. I gave up a lot so I can have enough to give. Do you understand? My kids, they say, oh, we want to watch 60? Uh, 60... No, we don't have 603. We're not doing 603. Doesn't have kids. you know what? You know the kids channel. No 603. How about Sky? For a long time, for a long time, I didn't have. I didn't, I didn't have um, Sky Sports. Why will you? Why? Why you? Why should you be subscribed to Sky Sports when your giving is miserable? Wait. So it's, we do the maths. Just sit down and look at your balance sheet, your profits and loss. If your hobby, cost of your hobby, is more than the cost of your giving, something is not right, it's not right. It's not right. God wants you and I to live a life of giving. Where is your money going to? Where is your money going to? How are you spending? Why are you very quick at buying a pair of shoes but you're not quick at, say, ah, This person has been wearing this same pair of shoes for the past uh, 25 years. Let me me buy this for this person. Where you are not related, not your cousin. Why are those you see once a year, right, get more than those you see every week? Who are your brothers? Who are your sisters? Who is your father? Who is your mother? same question they ask them Jesus, isn't it? Or Jesus asked them. So you, you can't say I'm grateful. Every time you say I'm grateful, the angels of God will look at your spending. Your heart. heart. Do you care? Does the things that bother God bother you? or you're just feeding this flesh, just feeding it. When you die, this is going to decay, man. Nobody will never remember you for your good looks, but they always remember you for the value you added. I remember a young man many years ago, students in England here, he was, uh, he needed to do certain things and, uh, and he had no money. He came to my office, he came to meet me in the church and was just crying, you know, I love it when I'm able to do that. But be putting the money aside, little by little, giving account. You should have a giving account. If you are believing God for prosperity, start practicing. Have a giving account. Have a giving account. How I many of you don't have savings today because giving is not a lifestyle? And even if you say, "Oh yeah, Pastor, I have savings," just ten years' time will come and ask you again, because. In 2000, in 2001, 2000, when I got my first contract, I had the same conversation about giving and giving lifestyle with my colleagues, Christians. They were busy buying nice cars, nice houses, you know, flying to this holiday. to I said, what we must add, they said, man, this man, why are you talking like this all the time? Why are you talking all the time? But over the years, my lifestyle has not diminished. I'm like a tree planted by the riverside. They, are, they were up, many are down now. Time will fly. So organize your life well as a Christian, unless if you are not. But if you are, then do it well. Do it well. Believe God like to be like David, have a treasury. You don't have to be a millionaire to have a treasury. It's not what you're going to do with the millions. What are you doing with the pounds and the pennies right now? Your hobby cannot take more from you than you're giving in the household of faith. And I say you're a faithful person. No, that's not faithfulness. It's not faithfulness. It's not. So how much has come out of your sweat into the gospel of Jesus this year? Into the, he said, do good to all one. He said, especially those of the household of faith. That is, those you hug and kiss every Sunday here. How many? How much? Thank you for listening. You can find out more about us at www.gatewaychapel.org.uk. Remember to subscribe so you'll never miss another message like this one. Be blessed!